Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The, uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, holla at me. If I speak, I am in, in big trouble. In big trouble. And I don't want to be in big trouble. Big news on the continent, man. Africa is getting their own Super League. Uh, apparently, it was launched in Tanzania this week. Um, and they are making some big strides to really, one, increase the winnings for participating teams. And then number two, to bring in some more American-style marketing of this. Um, they mentioned in the article that they want to have a Super Bowl-like final so you already know they got burner boy lined up for the halftime show <laughs> yeah they got whiz kid lined up for the halftime show they are ready to turn this shit up uh i'm excited to see this and you know seeing this article reminded me that i really need to take an interest in the african league and find myself a team to follow Yeah, I mean, I would uh, I would say that, like, you know, African leagues, um, they I don't want to say they're a bit hit or miss, but like, you know, you have your traditional powerhouse African leagues, which are like, you know, your South African league uh, that probably has the most well-known teams that like people would know, because mm -hmm. like for a long time. Um, if you did like rest of the world in FIFA, yes, sir. Like Kaiser chiefs. Yeah. That's where you would get like Kaiser chiefs, like Orlando pirates, like, you know, those guys. But I mean, in the, uh, in the West African section, like, you know, my, uh, my team I support, uh, is in Ghana. It's called uh hearts of Oak. It's, uh, I think the, yeah. the full name is the Accra, uh, hearts of Oak. Uh yeah, SC, I guess they put on the end of it. How the hell you choose them? Um, I used to live in Ghana, fun fact. Like oh, shit. Uh, niggas get press passes. I got a passport, so <laughs> <laughs> uh Bar. <laughs> bars. <laughs> uh when I yeah, when I lived in Ghana, um I actually got to visit uh like their stadium. I got to like you know kick it there for a little bit. Um, I was actually there during the Cup of Nations. Um, like, well, the Cup of Nations mm. was in Egypt in 2000. Yeah, it was 2006. Uh, the Cup of Nations was in Egypt. Mm. And uh, was it 2006 or 2008? Um, I believe it was 2006. Fuck, I'm getting old, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting old. Um, yeah, it was in Egypt. Yep. So uh, it was 2006. Well, I know it was in Egypt, but it was uh, 2006. We went uh, back and forth and I was in Ghana. Um, I went with my professor because uh, like it was a little study abroad program or whatever. And I got to spend like six months over there. Uh, that's how I first uh, found out about Hearts of Oak. Um, and they became my team because they are like the largest team in Accra, uh, which is the like a colonial capital of Ghana, the ancestral mm -hmm. capital uh, is actually way further inland. It's called Kumasi. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you all types. That's of, where the, that's where the, the athletes come from, the Kamasi boys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's further inland. Like that's almost towards the center of the country, like uh, mm-hmm. across right there on the coast. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, but that's how uh, that's how I got uh, that's how I got uh, that's how I got my Hearts of Oak allegiance. So, like, I got teams all yeah. over the world, bro. Like, I try to pick a team wherever I go. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, you brought up Orlando Pirates in the South African League. Did you see that Netflix joint? Uh, what happened to Senzo? I don't remember the name of it, but it was about their star goalkeeper got murdered. Yeah, and they don't know, bro. That was that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's like I mean, I don't know, man. South Africa has its own like just litany of problems that we could spend like you know hours and hours talking about. But like you know, one of the big problems in South Africa, you know, outside of like uh, HIV/AIDS epidemic for a long time, uh, was the murder rate, and like you know, like their clearance rate is like Chicago level like clearance mm-hmm. rates, bro. Like they ain't solving no crimes over there, you know, so. Like, you know, it's kind of sad that that happens. Um, But this is transitioning back to uh, football a little bit. This is what I'm really excited about for the Super League is Mm -hmm. because one of the big uh, one of the big things about African football traditionally across the continent is that it's like notoriously underfunded and they have a really hard time keeping their youth um, there for any prolonged right. period of time, because like, if you're an African footballer with any talent, like, you know, you're gone by the age of 15 because like your clubs can't really keep you there to incubate you a little longer. And they don't really have the structure to like command good fees. And if you don't get out as a youth, it's very unlikely that like, you know, footballers like, you know, in their late teens, early 20s are like, you know, getting out of Africa. So like, you know, the Super League, like, you know, is just going to be able to provide a lot of exposure in that way. Right. Right. Because they're like quadrupling the prize money that you're getting. Like you said, like it, it's crazy to think that you would win a Continental Cup and you were only getting like two and a half mil. Right. Crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. But I mean, it's no, you know, shock that the continent is getting robbed for resources left and right of all types. So, yeah, this is good. I'm I'm excited to see how it shakes out. Um, it reminds me of when um, Mario Balotelli was kind of like, you know, let's all get together, pool our resources and like up the ante for the domestic game in Africa. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who's with me? And everybody was like, crickets. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that that the Federation has figured out something to do uh, starting next year. You know, mm-hmm. they're jumping right into it head first. Uh, I hope this gets a lot of global attention and they can get the uh, investment that they've been looking for. Because as you said, man, there's so much talent that comes out of Africa. Literally the top talent in the world is coming from there. Uh, in a number of um, sports. So, you know, soccer is no different. They need the the money to build on their infrastructure. And like you said, command those fees later on. So this is all positive, man. I'm super excited about this. Yeah. Can't like, tell from my face, but I am. <laughs> like, um, like a lot of, uh, a lot of like African footballers, like, you know, they really try to give back. Like that's one of the big things that really makes like, you know, Sadio uh, Mane, and uh senegal 
like, you know, such a great story is like, you know, and like, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't like, you know, talk about Mindy or Kulabali, like, you know, a lot of these Furland. No, uh, Edward. Okay. The, uh, the Chelsea goalkeeper, um, Kulabali, um, I guess the new, he used to play for Napoli, uh, new Chelsea, uh, center back. A lot of those guys. Furland is French, right? I think Furland is French. Okay. But uh I mean Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 100%. For the podcast listeners, I just threw air quotes around like yeah. French. But like yeah. Um a lot of these guys like they do really good work like you know just like you know taking their salaries and donating back, but like you know they're the infrastructure around African football really needs like, you know, this style investment and it'd be really big for them to like actually get a little bit more investment like this, like, you know, because they need a TV deal. And like, I really think the like, you know, Super League is going to be what helps deliver that because like, you know, just like the spectacle of it all, like, you know, they're onto something like this is I've always this is why I say, like, I say the same thing about MLS, like, you know, MLS every year, it needs to be a Super Bowl style, like, you know, yeah. uh, event, right? Like, you know, it needs to be a spectacle, like, yeah, it's sport, but I mean, you know, the only way sports teams really get money is from advertising dollars, like, you know, outside of like local sales. So, you know, like, it's going to be big. One thing that you are excited to see that you know will be unique to the African Super League and one thing that you are dreading seeing that you know is unique to the African Super League. Um okay, one thing that I, it might be the same it might be the it might be a side of the same coin. Um and that's going to be the refereeing. Ooh, right? Because like um African football like you know, especially like you know, especially when you talk about like South African teams and like, you know, West African teams, like maybe not so much like uh the Mediterranean teams or whatever cuz they have like more European styles. So like when you're talking about like, you know, the Egyptian teams and stuff like that. But like uh there's definitely a flavor and physicality that is like a part of African football that I think people are going to fall in love with. But then also I think the quality of the refereeing leaves a lot to be desired just from like the lack of infrastructure. So I think it's going to be like two sides of the same coin, but it's going to be exciting to watch like African football, like, you know, African football. If you've ever watched like a South African football match, like, you know, it is entertainment. Like, you know, it's a lot of technical uh, quality, too, but it is entertainment, like, you know, first and foremost. All right. So for me. All right. I'm excited to see. The fan experience. Oh, yeah. They're going to be. I know they're going to have some songs with some with some rhythm and some some other shit going on that we haven't heard before. And. I just know it's going to inspire a lot of the rest of the world and like what, and hopefully our people here in the U S yeah. About what supporting them can sound like on the flip side of that coin. 
I'm not looking forward to the fucking Vuvuzelas. <laughs> oh, I was just about to say, like, uh, I'm I was not looking forward to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, like, if you think the Vuvuzela did numbers in 2010, like, you know, wait until, like, you know, wait until you get some of these Central African or like West Ooh. African teams that are going to be like traveling with like full on like supporters groups that are going to be bringing in, like, you know, you think we got like drum lines and shit here, like, you know. Just wait. Just wait. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look right into the camera. Vibes. <laughs> Thank you for checking out Chop Soccer Pod Short Corners. For more, check us out on Twitter at Chop Soccer Pod and Instagram at Chop Soccer Pod. You know the vibes.